All right, guys, welcome. It's another week of fantastic DC Rebirth stuff. Um, like we mentioned last time, we are sort of trimming down, keeping things uh, a little classier, a little more in depth. But this week, it's you know, it's kind of hard to trim the fat. Yeah, there's a lot of titles this week. Yeah, but we've uh, we've settled on like seven. Yep, seven. I guess we'll see how it goes. But let's start off with. Uh, I'd like to start off with Teen Titans just because it's so amazing. The, the heck out of it. Yeah. Teen Titans is like a sleeper title for me. Like I never expected yeah. to be a Teen Titans fan. Um, and God, is it good. I look forward to it every time I see it. Yeah, I mean, and I realize too, it's it's Ben Percy doing the writing, who's also doing Green Arrow. Mm-hmm. But I'm not as excited about reading Green Arrow as I am Teen Titans. Yeah, his his voice for Damien is so well done. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we had we have Talia show up here right at the start, and it's sort of like I guess we find out more about why. Uh, Rachel Ghouls after him. Yeah. They have this sort of like Nemesis League of Assassins team. Yeah, and she basically, because I remember the earlier issue, uh, Rage gave him a, a dead Robin for a birthday gift, is sort of like a, you know, here's your warning, so to speak. Here's your sign. And, uh,. So Talia shows up and is sort of like, you know, we're going to give you one last chance to come back. And uh, Damien basically blows her off. Yeah, he, he he's moved on. He wants to be... The son of Batman. He wants to be the son of Batman. Which also, I also like how later they're talking, the Teen Titans team is talking... And they're like, how do you know all this? Like, how do you know they're after? He's like, uh, I'm Batman. <laughs> and they're like, what did you say? He's like, I said I'm the son of Batman. <laughs> this is great. That was pretty good. Yeah, but uh, I like the team. Like, they're just, you know, Kid Flash is... Uh, I'm, I'm liking him. I, I like how DC's been ha- really handling these, uh, these legacy characters. It doesn't seem that forced. It's not like, you know thrust upon you and like yeah this is a significant change we're making and you just have to deal with they're they're really doing a good job of easing us agreed i agree yes but yeah i mean we got the fist of the demon and just a little scrap happens art was really the the art was really 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 good and it's basically just the the fist of the demon coming after the Teen Titans and Robin trying to explain to them, no, we all need to work together as a team. Because they're still not quite a team yet. They're still working on that team, uh, the team building aspect of it. They're not quite there. Well, I mean, he did just have kidnapped. them all tied up. And <laughs> <laughs> kidnapped and Yeah, tied I guess up, it so. would be a little hard to trust somebody when, when you just have it them kidnapped. It might take a little while. Yeah, it might take a little while. <laughs> But I really look forward to this book. Kind of wish it was bi-weekly. But, I know, right? You know. It's just so freaking well done. I can't believe I'm saying this, but Teen Titans is probably like one of my top two favorite Rebirth titles overall. It's, like I said, I really, yeah. really look forward to it. Yeah. I've been, I've been enjoying it a lot. 
And I never thought I would right. say that about Teen Titans, but so yeah. good. Uh, yeah, but um, we'll see. Oh, uh, one other thing I do like is uh, the arc is called Damien Knows yes. Best, which I think is pretty neat. Also see Goliath, which is always a pleasant sight. I love seeing Goliath. Goliath is a stud. But yeah, um, really solid issue. I mean, uh, I can't wait for more. I'll say it again. And again, and again. And again. Can't wait for more. And again. <laughs> um, so jumping from Teen Titans, let's go discuss another one of my favorite Rebirth titles. Batman Beyond. Beyond the Bat. Beyond the Bat. Now, I have I didn't read New 52 Batman Beyond, and I probably should because I feel like, like I said, well, I, I take that back. I read like the last arc of New 52 Batman Beyond. Right. Because I knew that the last arc kind of tied in with the beginning of Rebirth. So I did read that. Um, so I didn't really know what to think of, you know, Batman Beyond going into it either. Because for me, Batman's always been Bruce Wayne. And so, like, having a future Bat, I don't know. It's just... I, I wasn't sure how well I'd be able to accept it, so to speak. But uh, I started reading wow. it, and God, this is one of my one of my other favorite Rebirth titles. Uh, another surprise, I didn't think I'd really enjoy, and I'm loving this book. Um, yeah. There's only it's only a f- yeah, it's only a few issues. I think this is what issue three, four, yeah, three. three. Yeah. Well, if we had the covers, I know that'd be nice, right? We're coverless, um, but. Uh, yeah, you know, three issues in, and so, I mean, we got a little ways to go, but I'm hooked. I, I oh, get yeah. excited when I see uh, Batman Beyond in our in our email file, so. Um, and once again, like you said, Dan yeah. Jurgens is, is writing, and he's God, I love writer. me some Dan Jurgens. Like, he's, he's yeah. really good. I'm enjoying everything he's currently doing, and it's actually making me go back and read a lot of older Dan Jurgens, too, because I'm like, I really, because keep in mind... For me, DC, it was I, I came kind of came into it with like New Fifty Two. I wasn't a big DC person, and uh, so now I'm going back and reading a bunch of older Dan Jurgen stuff because I love his writing so much. Good, yeah, he's done some good stuff. Uh, I, I mean, we both were, we'll talk about Action Comics in a bit. Yes. But yeah, um, sort of diving into this thing. I don't. I, I guess this whole timeline is canon now, but. They basically like, I guess ambig. It's kind of ambiguous, but they sort of spelt out how the Joker will eventually die, or you know whatever. Is but which Joker? Sort of, which of the three? That uh, is, you know, that's true. That's true. Yeah. This Joker looks kind of swole, though. <laughs> he looks like he'd been. He looks <laughs> like he's been working out. Yeah, he's, he's on that really Hugo Strange really Venom plan. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> It's all, it's all, it'll all come together in every book except for Justice League. But, um, <laughs> bird, because <laughs> he won't give a shit. But yeah, this is, uh, it starts off with like a wicked chase, not, not chasing, but sort of this, uh, bulldozer drive around Batman bondage kind of thing. Yeah. Um, which I really enjoyed. Just great artwork as well. Bernard Chang is doing a great job. Yep, he is. It looks really, really, really good. Sorry, I'm trying to play fetch with my dog here, and he's being a punk. Um, so yeah, there's a, like this big explosion. It's still in Bruce's bat, 
you know, so it goes back in time. This isn't yeah. Terry McGinnis Batman. This is definitely went back when it was still Bruce um, before, you know, retiring. And he's having this big, you know, like you said, battle with the, with the Joker. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And basically the, the gentleman, I forget his name, it starts with the T, I think. Or he told, uh, that's what he likes to be called. Um, Terminal, yes, Her- Terminal. This terminal. guy, this guy who's like, he's basically telling the story of, you know, the night, the quote, night that Joker died. And, um. I forgot what I was going to say. I had a train of thought going. Well, he's ba- yeah, he basically was explaining like why people think the Joker's dead. And he's right. saying, well, what if that's what the Joker wants people to think? Uh, it kind of, yeah. you know, sort of yeah, like yeah, Machiavelli yeah. faked his own death sort of thing. Um, yeah. And then, uh, you know, it's like, and then, you know, we have the Joker gang or whatever, you know, and... The Joker gets away because his crew got him out of the snow after the explosion and blah, blah, blah. So needless to say, they're saying that Joker basically faked his death and that he is still alive. And then you go to the future or in this book, present time. um, And you got Terry battling, you know, the Joker gang. Well, well, you he, think it's Terry. This. It's really not Terry, yeah. but you think it's Terry. It's uh, it's it's the yeah. Batwing, um, creating a distraction, yeah. so to speak. Because if you remember from the last issue, the thing that really sucked me in was Terry basically said, "If you can't beat him, join him." And you see Terry yeah. putting on the Joker paint, and you're like, "Oh, Terry's going undercover." And uh, so in this one, it starts off with the Batwing, and everybody's like, oh, it's the Batman. Well, really, it's not. Uh, it's Terry's little brother yeah. and his girl, and they're flying the Batwing. And um, Terry shows up basically with a giant bazooka and sort of – he has to prove his worth basically to the Joker gang. So he, he shoots the Batwing, and they have it rigged so that he doesn't really shoot it, but it it's an illusion. It looks like he did. And they get away, and then the yeah. Joker gang's like, oh, who are you? So he's basically trying to prove that, like, he belongs in the Joker gang, because, you know. And I gotta say, his Joker outfit looks pretty cool. It's uh, Yeah, it's pretty neat. I like his, um, well, they start asking him, like, who are you? How come we've never seen you before? He's like, yeah, I've been locked up. And he says his name is Trey Malone, mm-hmm. which is great. Uh, I always uh, I, I love the tosses to matches Malone whenever they happen, but yeah, um, fun stuff really. I'm th- this book is just is a lot of fun. It feels really short. It does feel short. So it's it's a quick. Re- it's a very quick read, which I, which is why I'm wishing for the biweekly on these. But hey, yeah, I'm okay. You know, Dan Jurgens is doing a lot, as is yeah. Ben Percy. Because Ben he Percy's is. doing the biweekly on uh, Green Arrow. So yeah, look at that. These guys are putting in the work putting in the hours and we're basically saying they need to put in more hours and i gotta ask is shway is that something that they say in the future is that like <laughs> i don't know I, f- I hear that in like modern times like people i've never i none of nobody i know has ever said the word shway on like rick and well on rick and morty they've said shway i think so it's kind of weird maybe it's just dan jurgen is just a rick and morty fan and he's just thinking that in the future people will say shway it's never i don't think it's ever been used before yeah i don't know but anyway 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, that is true. I forgot about that. Shway. Um, since we're talking about Batman, on the fantastic road to 1000, what? We got Detective Comics. Road to 1000. There's actually two roads road. to 1000. Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, Detective. I read this one yesterday. It was uh, it was good. I am confused by the ending. Hopefully you can shed a little bit of light. Right, so let me... Let's start at the beginning. Yeah, let's start at the beginning here, but... Uh, well, like, the whole issue is just sort of this, like, therapy session thing where they're, like, um, various people are just talking to a therapist about what happened, I guess. Mm-hmm. Batman's trying to figure out what what happened with the you know who the first victim was, and yeah, that's that's basically it. And this book's really, really just all constantly calling out Batman as being an emotionless asshole. Like that's such a focus in the, in Detective Comics. I've noticed, it's just like you don't care about anyone, but we all care about each other, and you're just the one using us. And like it's been a repeating theme. Yep. Pretty much. I did like... It's cool that Clayface... I don't know. I didn't know this before, but I guess the longer he stays in his form... The more savage he gets. Yeah, his brain elasticity keeps increasing, and he eventually loses, like, all a moral compass and all that other jazz that's in the brain. Yeah, all his humanity, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I will say I wasn't a, a fan of, like, the artwork at the start. It was okay, but... It wasn't like, you know, was no Eddie Barrows. Yeah, you gotta love Eddie. <laughs> and I did like how once Clayface is talking to the therapist, his face starts like, almost like melting off as he's turn- losing control and turning into Clayface. Yeah. Now, I will say this though about the art. There's two different artists um, yes, on this one. True, yeah. And they blend way better than the two artists on Cyborg. <laughs> yes. It, yes. It's a do. much better seamless change compared to compared to what happened on cyborg yeah but uh yeah i mean we see uh, our, our i think rusty's favorite because whenever he thinks of like batman he thinks of Azrael. yep and we see uh jean paul valley here who's like become this like uh a healer he's become a, he's giving to the community which is good yeah but he whips out his sword his flaming sword and yeah i guess the ending um i just think it's mudface that uh girl from the victim syndicate you know the one that's uh, oh gotcha okay that's my that theory. could that would work um, so yeah. i guess we'll if see that it was it was a nice if that is the case and it is mudface i'm going to assume that she doesn't know yeah she thinks that that's really tim I mean, I'm guessing whatever the first victim said to her clearly sort of imp- like inceptioned an idea into her brain. So she might be like Steph may be just sort of falling off in terms of what she believes and doesn't believe. And uh, yeah, maybe she just believes it really is. Come back. <laughs> I guess come back kind of ruins it. But anyway. Yeah, I don't know. It's good it's issue. Interesting. It's sort of a. Nice cliffhanger. Sort of, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's been a 
gosh darn trend in this uh, rebirth. All right, what's next time? Well, let's continue the road to 1000, and let's discuss Action Comics 968. 968, wow, 32 issues away. What? Crazy. I know. 32 issues, so what is that? um, 32 weeks, which will take like... Eight months. A year and a... Yeah. But, good stuff. Yeah. I mean, Dan Jurgens is keeping busy. Um, so Tyler Kirkham on artwork. It was uh it had its moments. M- this uh th- this book gives me like a very the artwork in this book has given me a very um 90s kind of vibe without I don't know, it's just super it's just giving me a 90s vibe. That's all I'm going to say. It's super muscular all the time. Yes, I did uh, recall that. Right now I'm having issues with it loading. Um, oh, my, that's fine. Yeah. But yeah, no, I do recall I mean, that. It was very... Well, it starts off with like these... I guess people are doing tours where you may see a super person in the sky. Well, yeah, everybody wants and, to make their uh, money. Who doesn't? <laughs> And it's this like guy who's like, "Oh, you, my kid's crying. I need. I didn't see anybody." Yeah, and that was ridiculous. The poor guys. The poor guys. The poor uh, chopper guys. Just like, oh well, you know, there's no guarantee. You signed the papers. It was in the papers. There's no guarantee. And then it's just like, and they're charging like six hundred dollars a person or something like that to go on these helicopter yeah. Superman rides. Then yeah, they, get they get their, get uh, yeah, all of a sudden they get up close and personal. <laughs> they get courtside seats to the to the Superman show. Yep. And yeah, it's basically just Superman fighting these, uh, well, Superman is fighting, I forgot what his yeah, name is. Yeah, I don't recall but, their names either. Well, Lex Luthor, well, we didn't really get to talk about the last issue two weeks ago because we had been on a bit of a hiatus. Oh, yes. But... It's an interesting arc. I mean, Lex Luthor becoming the dark side in the future. It's yes, you know, it's a neat idea. Um, and yeah, so there's this guy. I guess his name's Lacal, which is kind of a silly name. They're but from another planet. They gotta have the yeah. Oh, of course. The interesting alien names. But yeah, he's like he's the he's the gent who has seen the future and knows that. Lex Luthor is going to be the annihilator of worlds. The next dark side. I like it. Lex was kind of cool in this as well. You know, he, he holds up against this guy. Yeah, Lex does hold his own. He, uh, well, he's basically talking smack to him the entire time. And, yeah. uh,. I like. I'm like Lex. What are you doing? He's gonna cut your head off. And then he has like that glass helmet <laughs> thing. It's like ping. The Mister Freeze, the holographic Mister Freeze. Yeah, pewn. I thought that was pretty <laughs> funny. And oh, then he, man. and then but, he yeah. literally bitch slaps him. Did you notice that? Yeah, it was he funny. backhands yeah, yeah. him like straight up backhands him. Uh, and he's, as he says, he's like for think. He he's telling him second for thinking you can win. Yep. I did like it. It was a good Lex Luthor moment. Yeah, he does get. Yeah, he does end up getting too cocky and taking one in the back. Oh, that kind of sounds. Uh, <laughs> that's not what I meant. This is action comics. A sword slash, of course. But yeah, I mean, they they start fighting. John shows up. 
Clark Kent shows up. Yeah, I still want to know what's going on with Clark. When are they going to get back into yeah, that yeah. story arc? Well, they're just like, people are bothering Dan Jurgens about it. Like, tell us what's happening with this Clark Kent. Oh, but Lex Luthor's the future dark side. That's cool. You're distracted, aren't you? <laughs> Until he throws Clark Kent back It is in. cool, but yeah, I want to know what's going on with Clark. Yeah. Like, they started to dive in. Like, that's what the whole first arc was about. And yep. then nothing. Yeah, he just sort of put it all out there in that first arc. And then he's 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 milking us. Yep. He's going to keep us going. Maybe issue 1000 will be like, I was Superman all along. Oh, if we have to wait 32 <laughs> issues to find out what's going on with this other Clark Kent. Yeah, it's like the the digitized glasses fall down. Deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're just they start talking about. Actually, it's it's it's. I want to find out now about John because John shows up and and the Lacal guys just like, all right, well, I guess we'll let you go this time because this kid's here. I don't know if John's got some kind of important role to play. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Well, I mean, if Lex is the future dark side, maybe John does have an yeah. important, you know, role to play. John's the future. Uh, I don't know. It's a good analogy. Well, either way. But yeah, they dip, and it's uh, you know Clark Kent opens his mouth here. I'm not sure what right he really has to talk about any of this stuff. Yeah. Like, you should kill him. Yeah. You sh you should kill Lex because uh, you know if you could kill if you could have killed Hitler I mean as a baby you would have done it. Yep. Yeah. Either way, um, and then you know we got our last page, which wasn't Dan Jurgens' best action comics uh, cliffhanger. It's just like we should let Luthor die. And that it's it. interesting too that that's coming from. That makes me feel like it's not Clark Kent. Oh. That almost makes me feel like oh. it's somebody else. Interesting. Interesting theory. Because, yeah, Clark, the Clark Kent, no matter whether it's New 52, whether it's, you know, Earth 1, no matter what, Clark Kent would never say let somebody die. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, maybe, maybe in justice, but even then, that wouldn't be Clark, that would be you know, evil Superman. Like, this is straight-up good old farm boy Clark Kent, who is supposedly yeah. raised by the Kents on the good old farm community in, you know, Smallville, Kansas. So, yeah, like, I feel yeah. like Clark Kent would never say something like that. I definitely feel like, uh, yeah, it's... Maybe it's just Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> the cosplay Jimmy's been working out. <laughs> I really wanted to be like Clark Kent. Not Superman, Clark Kent. That's who I wanted to be. <laughs> I actually had a buddy that went his Halloween one year as Clark Kent. So he probably tossed on glasses and... Yeah. He, well, he, he had, like, the, like, curly Q hair in the front and, like, this, like, uh, tan jacket. Almost like a... Kind of like a duster, you know, jacket. And then he oh, had, yeah, like, yeah. the tie that was, like, loosened. And, I don't know. It, it was pretty good. He played it off well. He didn't have the physique of, of Clark Kent, uh, but he, he did it pretty well. 
So it's possible. Maybe that is Jimmy cosplaying, and maybe he's also maybe. on the Hugo Strange Venom kick. Like, maybe everybody's maybe, yeah, on it. You, it's going to be like the big summer event in two years. <laughs> Everyone's trying to get get off the get off the drug yeah we find out that bane's really like the uh the the mastermind behind all of rebirth it's not even the watchman it's really been bane this whole time (laughs) yeah yeah oh that's good well speaking of uh okay i'd say we save uh mr jordan for last sure thing so we have the two flashes to discuss we have Barry Allen Flash, and then we have Wally West Flash in Titans, both of which, you know what, let's go Flash, and then we'll go Wally West, because let's, 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 let's build up the crescendo before we le- release the final climax. <laughs> wow. Good Lord. I like it. Well, I mean, that's kind of what it is, you know, because the Flash, yeah, the Flash yeah. was good. It was a good story, but Titans was better this week. Um, yeah. So yeah, and this one, the Flash once again is dealing with Wally West, but it's not dealing with our Wally West. It's dealing with you know New Fifty Two Wally West, the new guy. Which for some people maybe that is your Wally West. I don't know, um, but it's not the original Wally West. And uh, yeah, so it's basically just Flash saying, you know, oh maybe I was too hard on Wally, telling him that he can't, you know, do this and and help me fight bad guys and blah blah blah. So Wally runs off basically and he's like, you know, I'm going to prove myself. And then you got um Flash and or I'm sorry, Barry Allen and Iris um going at it and Iris is now looking for Flash and so you know, Flash shows up. But then when Flash shows up, you have a neat little character here that that appears out of nowhere. Um apparently I was not familiar with this character, but apparently a lot of people are from Starman. So if you've read Starman or are familiar with Starman, then you would probably know who this character is. It is none other than the Shade. Yeah. And uh, so he's basically telling him that he needs Flash's help. The Shade's coming to him saying, hey, I, I, I need your assistance. So the Flash ends up in... Shadowland, I guess you could call it, and he and he's looking for Wally. Um, well, they end up finding each other, um, and Wally's like, no matter how fast you run, it's not good enough. The only thing these things don't like is our lightning. And so now it's them, basically, and then they meet up with like the more humanized version of Shade inside Shadowland. Um, Gives a little uh, origin or. How he came to be in the state. Correct. So there's some backstory on that, which is actually interesting. Because like I said, if you're not familiar with yeah. the shade, like I wasn't, to me, this was a new character. Um, it was kind of cool to, to learn more about that. So nicely done by, by Mr. Joshua Williamson. And uh, yeah. So it's basically them saying, shade telling them that they have to go to the Tower of Darkness if they want to basically get out. Um. And then, yeah, they take off, or so to speak. And, uh, well, before they take off, there's a nice little cliffhanger there, is you find out the two people that are controlling um, Shadowland. 
Um, they've been infected by the shadows. Is uh, yeah, is none other. The queens of Shadowland is none other wow. than uh, Iris, and uh, I don't remember who the other one was. Who's the other one? Hope. Hope. Yeah. That guy's uh. His love, the yeah, love the his, love. His wife? Uh, yeah, I think it was his wife or, or the, love the love of the wife. Either way, yeah. his lover. Chick. And then uh, she took over Iris as well. And so now Iris yeah. is uh, not a good guy anymore. Yeah, no. And that's kind of where, the, where you, they leave it hanging, um, is that you find out Iris and Hope are the two uh, queens of the Shadowland, and then we go from there. So it'll be interesting it's to see what happens. Yeah. It's a nice little problem. Yeah, and it's cool to see. I like seeing um, Flash in scenarios where speed's not always going to be the thing that wins him a fight. You know what I mean? So when he gets thrown into an alternate dimension or a universe or whatever like this where no matter how fast you run, it's not good enough, you got to figure something else out. Like That's what I like. I like putting Flash in uh, situations where... His speed's not always going to save him. I think that makes him a little bit more of a vulnerable yeah. character, and so it's it's fun to read. And so I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah, I like that as well. And then speaking of Flash and speed, uh, we go to Titans number five, which, in my opinion, is the best Titans issue yet. And once again, it's issue number five. There's something about issue fives and Rebirth. I swear. Um, being being some it. of the creme de la creme books here, but uh, so you have Abracadabra basically. Um, at the end of the last book, he took all of uh the Titans and spread them across different parts of the U.S. with like their little puppet doppelgangers, I guess you could say, the marionettes, if you will, that he's controlling. Yeah. And basically told Flash that he has that if you know he has to save them all if he you know good luck basically you have was it like six seconds or five and a half seconds yeah. to crisscross the country and save every Great single stuff. last one of these people, and so while he's doing it, uh, Abra shows up with uh, using light and magic and all this other stuff and so he's able to like hang out with Barry or uh, Wally and talk smack to him the entire time and apparently this is he's filming it all on camera like at one panel you saw like the cameras floating around and stuff too like filming it because he's trying to show the world that Wally West is uh worthless as the Flash basically um, I did think it was funny in that one part though, where Wally's like, I can't talk or else it's going to create drag, which is going to slow me down. <laughs> I thought that yeah, was pretty that's good. How, that's how cool he is. Yeah. And the art was, in uh, this, holy crap. Oh my God. It's just incredible. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. I mean, it was just really, really well done. I don't uh, I was surprised. Yeah, I mean, number fives are—they're—they're they're the magic spot. They're the sweet issue. He does a good job of saving saving everyone too. I thought, uh, you know, I didn't think he'd make it for one of them, or he'd have to do like the, you know, the the Dark Knight, um, the Dark Knight movie thing where he had to choose. Uh, yeah, one yeah or the other. exactly. And it, it it 
it seriously came very close to that, I feel. He's like, screw it. I can do it. I'm fast enough. But I think he was too fast. And how fast do you have to be to do that? That's just <laughs> insane. Yeah, because he's even saying, you know, like, it's when flashes run at, you know, max speed, something bad always happens. And it's true. Either you run back in time, you create flashpoint. You know, I mean, there's all these different things that happen. Yeah, there's one line in there, too, that was just awesome where he's like, how fast do I have to go? Faster than a speeding bullet? Faster than light? Faster than magic? I'm like, what does that even mean? Faster than magic? Holy shit. (laughs) Have you ever thought about going faster than magic? What would that even mean? Yep. I just thought it was a neat line. It was, uh, it was pretty cool. But yeah, quite a quite a cliffhanger as well. I don't know. Uh, well, I think I kind of know what's gonna happen, because he's like, I guess we can just spoil it. He's sort of like turning into energy, basically. Yes, he well, honestly. Okay, so bottom line is he runs so damn fast that he saves everybody, and he saves, yeah. and of course he saves, uh, um. Linda last because that's the love of his life and but he ends up saving her she's last though and uh, he's like you know I've always loved you blah 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 and then all of a sudden he ends up somewhere else um, and honestly I feel like what happened was is that he got zapped back into the speed force I feel like that's where he's at he's chilling in the speed force again damn it Wally Flash is just gonna Fold his arms and shake his head. Oh, Wally. <laughs> oh, Wally. Classic Wally. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was yeah, a really good issue. The monthlies are the monthlies are great as well. Making me want him to be bi-weekly. All right, what's next on the chopping block? So up next on the chopping block, we have last but not least... Probably the best uh, title this week, honestly. Yeah. Hal Jordan and the Green Lanterns number nine. Now, we'll eventually get there, but holy crap, the cliffhanger ending, whatever on this (laughs) one, made me tingle. Man, the whole... There's so many reveals. Like, there's so many things that just as a Green Lantern fan had me jumping for joy throughout... I think this issue and the last one. I don't think we got to talk about issue eight, did we? No, I don't think we were. No, yeah, we were. Yeah, we were on hiatus back then. No, wait, no, we did discuss it because it was uh, the one where Sinestro and Hal kind of had the big explosion at the end. Right. And so was that it? Wasn't that eight? That was eight, right? I thought so. I I know I know eight. They sort of found this starro starro world either way um yeah there's just there's there's crazy crazy stuff going on in this series they're trapped in this like starro starro world um oh no that's right we know that was issue, issue seven had the brainiac correct reveal. so issue seven was that, the one where hal yeah, where hal and yeah, sinestro yeah. blew up basically right. and then issue eight was the starro brainiac yep you're right yeah, so they, they thought Starro was attacking this uh, planet, but it just turned out to be a ruse by Brainiac to get them into his little bottle city. And they they, they got duped. The Green Lantern Corps is stuck in a bottle city. Yep. And so are the Yellow Lanterns with them. Yeah. And then we also get to see 
the planet Nock, which used to be, I think, the violet. I think that's the color they called it. Um, violet Lantern World. But uh, we see Ganthet and Sade, who have been, I think they were outcast quite a while ago, but there's a green, r there's a green ring in front of them, and they're like, oh, I, I recognize this energy. And it's, uh, we get to see what Hal Jordan's up to. So they didn't cross the name off the title. Nope. Like we were sort of hoping they would for a few issues, but that's cool. Nope. You knew they weren't going to kill him uh, off. I mean, come on. Yeah, no, of course. But uh, he's recollecting. Yeah, he's in, uh, I don't know where the hell he is, to be honest. He's they call it, like, Emerald Space. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's, what if, I think they might be doing something like, you know how there's the green and it's like a physical place that swamp thing goes yeah. into or animal man goes into the red it seems like that's what they're doing with the lanterns too yeah because it'll be like emerald yeah space. and emerald space almost seems to be like uh their version of heaven so to speak heaven um of valhalla for yeah there lanterns. you go because uh well the person that he starts interacting with you find out is boom none other than abin <laughs> sir and uh Wow, I wasn't expecting that. Were you? Yeah. Because no, first all you see no. is like the shadow. You don't know who he's talking to. You just kind of see a shadow. But yeah. I will say Abin Sir is not who I expected uh, to to see in there. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, that was great. Um, I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I was kind of hoping. I mean, they've been teasing this sort of like JSA coming back thing. So I was kind of hoping, even though he's not connected to the. Green Lanterns, the the way Hal Jordan is, but um, Alan Scott, I thought if he, I thought maybe it was going to be him for a second, but Hal Abinser, um, that was a great, great uh, reveal. But yeah, you got uh, Green Lantern Corps fighting these Starro creatures. Who is this like Manta Ray? Has, have you ever that seen him? Green before? Lantern? No, yeah. I've never seen that guy. He's cool though. I liked him. Rotlop. Rotlop is his name. And he makes up his own, like, oath. He has his own weird sound <laughs> oath. It's he was great. pretty cool. I did I did and, like him. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm not... I've never seen him before, but I do like him. He was pretty good. It's 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 funky because even the symbol on his, on his uniform, which isn't like the Green Lantern's symbol, it's like a... Bell. Yeah, it's the F-sharp bell. The F sharp. Yeah, because, okay, so for those that don't know, everybody else seems to know who this guy is. I don't know. I almost want to Wikipedia this guy and see if he shows up anywhere. But his oath is, and loudest din or hush profound, my ears catch evil's slightest sound. Let those who toll out evil's knell beware my power, the F sharp bell. <laughs> Crazy. And then you hear this loud yeah. crong, you know, like a bell, like, you know, a giant bell. And yeah. then all the starros start dropping off all their faces and uh, he so saved he, the day. He is, he, wow, he was created, this character was created by Alan Moore. Really? Crazy. Yeah. In 87. And what book? Uh, Tales of the Green Lantern Corps Annual 3. Is that his only appearance until now? <laughs> He's just this obscure character. It looks like it. His bio is very thin. His DC Wiki bio is like two paragraphs. I guess he's encountered... I don't know. 
Anyway, um, he is uh, he's the F sharp guy, and they're all like, "Wow, that was cool." They're everyone's combo. John Stewart's like, "That was great, what you just did," because <laughs> he basically just turned off like the because of his F sharp bell, the frequency that was causing the Staros to be commanded or whatever was interrupted. And yep. And so now everybody's back to normal, and they're all checking them out and looking after them. And you know, you have the green and yellow working together. Um, and then, then they realize that they're they don't know that they're stuck inside the bottle yet. Um, yeah. John pulls out his little micro or his uh, telescope, and they start looking around. They're like, "Wait, what are these things trapped in bottles? Where are we?" And then they both say it at the same time, Brainiac. So now they know yeah. that they're trapped and, and Brainiac uh, has, has trapped them in this glass bottle world. Yeah. And John says he's going to bust them out. That'll be interesting. And then see. we go back to Hal and Abinser hanging out and Abinser yeah. saying, like, yeah, no, it's, it's really me, man. Um yeah. He's basically like telling him, but you don't belong here. It's like when you hear like those near death stories where people say that they found, right, like they yeah. saw their loved ones and they said that you're not meant to be here yet. And then they send them back. Like that's sort of what happens in this one. Yeah. Um, and then you have the guardians. Oh, Oof. saying oh, that man. it is as we have foreseen the tremors plaguing the green light of will blah 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 this is why i called you to the far-flung world torchbearer and then you're like oh yeah who's that and then you turn to the last page <laughs> and then they yell it and it looks so cool the art is so awesome on this too yeah. and then they yell it kyle rayner hell jordan needs the white lantern <laughs> and then you just have kyle rayner and all of his glory flying onto the page oh God. how do these guys have time to like work out because i mean green lanterns aren't physically <laughs> like lifting things right how are how does this how are these guys all jacked just, all the time no you've sense. never seen an overweight it's, green lantern <laughs> kilowogs kilowogs maybe be... the closest but even he's huge he, he's like a slab of yeah he's just he's huge dude, like he's just not defined but there's no i just want one fat green lantern like the one that just sits around all day sort of checking the security cameras <laughs> on on oa <laughs> i just want that guy uh... yeah but um the art in general is just incredible on this book i think it's rafa sandoval is his name he's just in doing a splendid job he's the one who drew that that issue where hal just had the oh yeah the 10 the pack blow of, oh yeah um and kyle's pulling the same thing i think he's he's showing up hal jordan a little bit but uh yeah this is like one of my most anticipated books whenever i see it's out i'm like oh i, I gotta savor this one i'll leave it for you know with it and between it and detective comics this week i was like i don't know which one to read last and you know it was uh it was great it was it was really good so much so that we can get rusty to read a dc title this is the only oh, yeah. dc well current this is the only dc title that he'll read but that's how good it is and he speaks very yeah. highly of it too like he gets excited when there's a new hell jordan out oh yeah he's buying it he's putting his 
he's putting his money where his mouth and is. And I think he, I don't know if he's read this issue yet, but I think he's going to be really excited because uh, I think he's kind of so, a little bit of a Kyle Rayner fan. So yeah, I think he's going to be really, really stoked um, when yeah. this happens. And uh, yeah, so I'm pretty stoked because I actually just bought the uh, Brightest Day Omnibus not too terribly long ago. So I get to go back and reread all of that over again and then come back into this one being like, oh, yes. It's like it's going to be so much more fresh in my mind now. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a Green Lantern Green Lantern fan, this book is just hitting all the right notes. Tossing in your Avon sewer and your, your Brainiac and you got, I got Kyle Rayner back. I mean, it's going to be great. It's exciting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But that is the end of the road, folks. It is. The train has come in. Final stop. Destination. Hell, Jordan, the Green Lantern Corps. <laughs> I don't know. Destination yes. Afterbirth yes. on Rebirth has come to a close. Uh, so real quick. Like a year yeah, already. I know. It's crazy. Um, some real quick housekeeping stuff. Folks, do not forget to check us out on YouTube at Four Guys in a Comic. That's our channel. Where we do unboxing videos, we do uh, Taps Thoughts, Red does his reviews, um, so the reason I say this is because I'm going to be posting up a new Geek Fuel unboxing, it'll be up here probably by the time you hear this. Um, then also we have our Twitter at 4GuysInAComic, at the number 4GuysInAComic. And we also have our email. You hit us up at our new email at fourguysinacomic at gmail.com. And that's four all spelled out. Hit us up on uh, Facebook at facebook.com backslash the number four guys in a comic. Anything else I'm forgetting? (laughs) I think that's good. So, yeah, be sure to check us out every Saturday as well, where we do all of our interviews. Uh, this upcoming Saturday, I don't recall who our interview is this week. We don't know. We're out of the yeah. loop. That is a loop even we're out of. We so. do so many interviews that we're so far out that I don't know what order we're in. Um, so, yeah, anyways, check us out, though. It'll be a fun interview, just like there is every single week. And also stay tuned, because a couple of the four guys got a chance to chat with Chris Claremont. Uh, this last week, uh, I had some stuff going on, so I was not there. Nova, I believe you were not there either. Yeah, you were at work. work. So I think it was just Rusty Red, and I think maybe even Liv might have jumped on. Yeah. Uh, so, That's yeah, cool. check it out. Chris Claremont interview will be upcoming, and so I know everyone's looking forward to that one as well. But until then, the pow- oh, and we will not be doing Rebirth next week, because why? Yes. It's an annuals, yeah, and there's only like three annuals. Wednesday, so so we will not be doing a rebirth afterbirth on rebirth pod next week. So stay tuned. We'll be back in two weeks. The power is yours. You stay classy, internet.